theme song. I'm the strong one. I'm not nervous. I'm as tough as the crust of the earth is. I move mountains. I move churches. And I glow because I know what my worth is. I don't, don't ask how hard, hard the work is. Got, got a rough, rough indestructible surface. Diamonds and platinum. I find them. I flatten them. We'll take what's in hand. Did I break what's demanded? But under the surface, I feel berserk as a tightrope walker in a three ring circus. Under the surface, was Hercules ever like, yo, I don't want to fight Cerberus? Under the surface, I'm pretty sure I'm worthless if I can't be of service. Follower crack, the straw in the stack that breaks the camel's back. What breaks the camel's back? It's back to the point. <laughs> oh, and the best part, too. But all right. Um, I couldn't help it. It was right there. You're pretty, that was pretty good. I wasn't expecting it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Back to the Point, the official podcast of Close Call Entertainment. I am Brad, and this is my co-host, half depression, half mocha frappuccino. Also known as Seth. Also known as Seth. Um, so we got a fun bit of information. We started talking for like 10 minutes, and yeah. we weren't recording at all. So I have actually sung that song before, <laughs> and we've talked about a bunch of things already. Well, not a bunch. We just kind of got into what I've been watching, which is My Hero. Yes. Um, and Naruto, which is what you're watching. Yes. Uh, my Hero. Tell us what you think of My Hero again. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so let's <laughs> let's go back a little bit here. Um, I really like My Hero. Um, Brad can vouch here. I was not big on anime. Mm-hmm. I've watched three, which is Death Note, Fruit Baskets, and um, Seven Deadly Sins. Mm. Very, all very different. <laughs> what did you think of Death Note? Um, so far, it's besides my hero because my hero is definitely my favorite. How far into Death Note are you? I finished it. Oh, really? I've seen okay. it twice. Okay. I love Death Note. I was gonna say, yeah. It's it's great. I think it's absolutely phenomenal. I think it sparks great conversation. I love how people can be like, well, he had the right to do this. He didn't have mm. the right to do that. Do you know there's da, da, da. a live-action Japanese version of it? No, but did you know there's a musical of it? And it's actually good? Uh, I will. I cannot speak to that, but I I question that. Um, a lot of people like it. It's very geez. funny. Um, I haven't seen the Netflix adaptation, but it's got Willem Dafoe. Awful. But it's got Willem Dafoe as the, um, as the demon. Really? I know. It's still bad. I know, but what a great casting. I know. <laughs> well, And I love Nat Wolf from uh, Naked Brothers Band. He plays the main. Uh, he plays Light. Didn't I love him. That. I didn't watch it. I just was like, I just heard that Willem Dafoe was Ryuk, and I was like, brilliant. That's the best choice ever. <laughs> it was fun, but like, it's bad. Like yeah. compared to the show, it's like not I saw, even near. I just saw a still from the Japanese version, and I saw it was the CGI representation of Ryuk, and I was like, what the fuck is that? It looks awful. So yeah, but tell us what you're thinking of my hero. You've watched four seasons and like two episodes of season five. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love it. It's probably my favorite anime so far. <laughs> um, oh god, the second it started, I was like, dang, Brad, you got me. You got me into something <laughs> here. Um. Uh, t- my favorite season is season three, and it's because of the Bakugo getting kidnapped arc, because it puts a lot of them in very different positions and yeah. causes them to have to actually think like superheroes because they make mistakes and it costs them Bakugo getting kidnapped. Yeah. Um, and you said that yours was season four. Yeah. Well, not the whole season, because I agree the gentleman like villain. I forget what he's called, but like. He, I know what you're talking about, but it's gentleman something, G- gentle criminal. Is it? Okay. Yeah, it's gentle criminal. Um, yeah, that's not my favorite thing. I care more about like making, doing the festival to make Ari smile thing. But the arc of rescuing Ari is 
gorgeous. That's such great storytelling. I and, agree. And it's so good. It's my favorite arc, and it's got my favorite moments in it. Like, it's got the... Um, where it, we kind of are introduced to um, Sun Eater, who is such a cool uh, superhero, such a cool power, mm-hmm. and, and a great, uh, I think, a really cool way of like what his name is. They had said his uh, hero name is Sun Eater, and I was like, whoa, that's metal, awesome. Um, and then his reason behind it is so yeah. like pure, and he's literally just Mario's Bakugo. Yeah. But like he has We're anxiety. Not. Yeah. Instead, instead of being angry, he just has anxiety, and I think I that's, that's so true. funny. Because like, like their their relationship. Rivals. No, they're not rivals, but yeah. they both were like. But Mario viewed him as like, "You make me want to be better," just mm-hmm. like Deku views Bakugo. Mm-hmm. So like, t- it, in and um like relationship wise, because he was also a choice for one for all. Mario. Mario was yes. Not not. I'm um, I'm a I'm a Rocky. I'm a Jockey. <sighs> I'm a Rajaki. You texted something. it to me. I texted it. I spelled it right too. Like you did. I, I worked I was hard like, for Damn, it. All right. <laughs> it's because he was on the screen. I read it. Um, but uh, sorry, Sun Eater though. We'll say yeah. Sun Eater. Um, but like the like Mario views Sun Eater like Deku views Bakugo, and mm-hmm. I think that's very interesting. It's and really I think that great. says a lot about the fact that either one of them really could have gotten it. Mm-hmm. I truly believe that. However, I do think Deku was the best choice. I agree. Something I wanted to like clarify of like. I think it was, yeah, just so there's no confusion, um, it was not the case of All Might had met Mirio and then decided to go with Deku. He had never met Mirio. He met Deku, like, the day before. Not the day. It was very, no, it wasn't, but it was, like, very close. No. He met Mirio, like, season three, like, Yeah, he didn't meet him until season three, but he was going to meet him earlier to see if he was right because yeah. he because in a fit in a like a not vision a um memory mm. all might's like i was literally about to meet mario because the principal was like hey this is like the perfect mm. kid and then he was like but i met you and then night that I day. was also thinking the same thing and night i got ticked that he didn't <laughs> pick mirio yeah and like that was night eyes whole arc was also very good mm-hmm. but the just the other things about the area arc of i mean i also just relate to Mirio and Deku in that situation where they kind of fail Airy and they both feel like dads mm-hmm. and I I'm an uncle I kind of just related to that moment of like we have to save this small child now everything is at risk and then it's just you see them like invading the Yakuza household and um overhaul is yeah overhaul and then we I love the moment where it's Kirishima and um Fat Gum's fight. I love mm-hmm. Fat Gum. He's my favorite. I think he's such a cool character and uh, I I just love Fat Gum. And he's so like nice to his boys and everything. He's proud of them. But um he's great. I love him too. <laughs> I also love favorite. that Kirishima and Sun Eater and him were all together and they all mm-hmm. had like shape abilities of some sort. Oh, yeah. Whether it's hardening, whether it's using your fat to be more powerful or whether it was eating something and then being able to be that thing yeah I they like even noticed that. It, well they if you look i'm sure the creators all the, did. they did all <laughs> the work studies though they all fit that kind of thing all yeah. around they complement each other in the end mm-hmm. and i thought that was really interesting because then Does like Deku shortly fit night eye besides that night eye was all might's sidekick no mm. but night eye has foresight so it kind of works with Deku because he's so strategic just like uh, mario so i think that was more mind than ability for that and that's also why he worked with uh, All Might is because mm-hmm. he was the planner. Yeah. And they broke up because 
he was like, you should stop. And he was like, I will never stop. Yeah. And then, yeah. But I just, I just love it. I love all the fights. All the fights are just so emotional where it's like, we see Mirio fighting to protect Aerie because he feels like he has to fix what he must, he did. And, um, and he loses his power, his quirks in the process, but he just doesn't care in the moment. He mm-hmm. just keeps fighting. Like he didn't lose his quirk and it's still just like, so badass and awesome and then it it's deku and of course deku just finds a way to go full force without actually hurting himself and that's such a great thing and and then we save Harry in the end and i'm like yes and he broke the vision he yeah, he true. defied he night eyes vision and that's that true. and my thing is the reason i say that season four was kind of a letdown is because a i didn't even realize i was at the end of the season when i was at the end of the season Oh, they WandaVisioned you. They WandaVisioned mm-hmm. me. I didn't even realize I was there. Mm-hmm. And because and well, because the episodes are just like season four, episode this, but like it's all just in order from mm-hmm. one to on. So, um, which is an anime thing I did not know was a thing until now. Mm-hmm. Um, but however, I didn't know. And also just that fight and like all that intensity and all that feeling and all that like back knowledge that we got kind of thrown at us. And then because of that, that's probably why we had the lighthearted festival and yeah. gentle criminal and all that. But this, then, then they ended it with something also very big. It yeah. just it felt like the middle was really out of place. I'm okay with that sort of stuff where it's just like, because I don't know, I'm kind of fine with just a fun romp every once in a while. Some kind of a breather to kind of just be like, because if it's all everything is at stake, I kind of get like, oh, God, this is just everything is awful. You're all panicking forever. This sucks. Um, and so that's I'm, fair. And I just, I really like the idea of like, we need to make Aerie smile because she's grown up in a scenario where she's never been able to smile. So, which I think is fine. And I, I just, I feel like they milked that a lot. The whole, fe- mm. like the building up to the festival. Festival was fine. I thought it was cute. I thought it was pure. Aerie smiling and then telling Deku and Mario how happy she was. And mm-hmm. Deku just being like, thank God I did this thing for you. It was the purest, most heartfelt thing I think I've ever experienced in a cartoon. <laughs> but like, it just I, milked I, it. I like domestic or superheroes doing domestic things. Like, um, have you started Hawkeye at all? No. You need to. I'm going to. But just like, I like, you know, they kind of, you realize that Bakugo has been trained to play drums. and um, Which is so great. I think that's awesome. And just like, you kind of see them in not superhero mode just kind of being human and doing like some small domestic things and just like trying to organize this concert and everything and it's just like this is fun this is nice i enjoy this it was like a side season almost because and like eerie is definitely like main plot material i I really do see animes more in arcs than i do seasons so it's that's fair so it is kind of the thing of like I don't see it as like, oh, all that was season four. I see it as like, okay, well, that's the airy arc, and then this is the festival arc, and then and the new hero arc, yeah, yeah. I mean, all that sort of stuff. Um, and I then, will say though, I love Endeavor now. Yeah, I don't. You well, you've seen season five, so my opinion might change, but no, I, I'm no, feeling I'm Endeavor. Going, I'm going off what you have seen, which is that didn't change my opinion it didn't of him. Change my opinion of I him. He's, he's still a, a douche. Yeah, I know he is now trying, but it still doesn't make up for the fact of like you were a really shit father. 
like really really shit <laughs> i'm a a for effort person if you try yeah. i'm willing to give you a chance and that's uh, just how i view a lot of things i am too but at the same time he cannot think that that is gonna be all uh, good enough <laughs> no, no no he needs to continue but mm-hmm. i am open to liking him i guess that's what i should have said i'm yeah. very open to this, his character arc that they're trying to put him through i'm open but i don't like him that's a he's got to earn it for me sort of thing i'm just glad they didn't do the whole like he does this one good thing and then dies yeah because they do it's, that in a couple things that I love, and it ruins arcs, in my opinion. I think it's a fun twist. Uh, I think it was always going to be the idea that they're kind of mirroring Zuko's storyline. Oh, yeah. And it's um, it, it's a good twist of, like, instead of Todoroki doing it, it's Endeavor that kind of goes through the redemption arc. And it's like, okay, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, Todoroki just needed to not let it. Todoroki got stopped yeah. before he really went down a darker path. Yeah, which, which was cool. very different. It was different. The show yeah. surprises me. <laughs> and it's it's crazy. I'm not surprised often, Brad. You will be. You really will I know. be more. And, well, and my thing is, something I will say that I love about the area arc is, she represents everything that Deku and Mirio want to be. She mm. represents the people that they want to save. Mm-hmm. His name is literally Lamillion, yeah, which just means he wants to save a, a million, million people. Yeah. Like she and I feel like that situation, there are different ways of wanting to handle it. Now mm-hmm. Deku followed Mirio, but Mirio was wrong. Yep. I truly stand on that. And like but the show said that. W- yeah, but he was wrong based on the experiences of the past and what he was taught and going like if we do this we could mess up Night Eye's plan. And then it was just a, it was strategic versus emotional. But it's, it is the, like he said, there are always like different ways to do things. And no one is right. No one is wrong. There are a bunch of different ways to handle things. And some can be right. Some can be wrong. And um, this was, it wasn't even necessarily a wrong one. They still did what happened. They took a look at the scenario and got all the information they needed. It's just that her, she was saved a bit later which is still awful for her but i think them not saving her because he was because deku followed mirio is representative of why deku in in the end was the right choice to take one for all i think that is a defining characteristic that shows the difference between someone who can have one for all and someone who almost makes it and that's why him and night were in such different because night would have done what mirio did Mm -hmm. i still think i still think he would he is still worthy of that power. I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying that is why Deku was chosen. That is like that was a determining mm-hmm. like factor in my head of being like I see it now. Mm-hmm. Like like I think that was kind of the the creators giving you the viewpoint of All Might because All Might never regretted his decision. Yeah. And I think that's that type of situation is exactly why. Mm-hmm. And like situations with the guy who can pull up muscle muscles from season three. Yeah. Like. And that's why he couldn't say Bakugo, which, again, I said, like, one of my favorite things about it. Mm. And I just, I can definitely see why the fourth season is your favorite, though, from how you talk about animes and things. The Eric, Eric the, arc. Yeah, really? it's just, it's, and like, I know, like you said, arcs, but, um, yeah, I, I can see why you are such a fan. Yeah, it's, it's, I just, I, I'm in it for the emotions. That's why fairy tales pay, may be my favorite, because they, they do payoffs really well. Whenever it's in a fight. So many times in like live action TV shows, it'll be the case of like, we can't punch this guy because it's it's not the right move right now. That could really like mess us up if we want to get what we want. But in fairy tale, it's just like, man, I just this situation sucks. I just want to scream, and so it's like they'll just scream and they'll punch the dude because it's like this is what I how I want to this is what I want to do at the moment or something. And it's 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 rewarding. 
to watch it for me. Um, but I have been watching Naruto. The last time yeah. we said that, I had a great segue. <laughs> we lost it. Damn. But it's um, okay. But a I've for been, effort. I've been watching Naruto, and that's a. Um, it took so long for me to get into that. Because yeah. Season one is a drag. I'll admit. There's like they go on one mission. I think that season, and it takes forever. It takes like the whole season, and each show is like it's twenty minute or each episode is like twenty minutes. But the intro is like five and the outro is like an th- another three or something. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed that with MHA it's too. It's so hard to get through. It, it, My Hero is way better. At uh, yeah. It, but it's still just like, oh, jeez, dude, come on. But I've been doing watch guide or like, you know, watch guides for Naruto. I'm on season five now and it, it, it picked up the pace. It got a lot better and they've, they're doing really interesting stuff. It's outdated, but it's still good. Really good. Yeah. Well, it's Jamie's favorite, which Jamie is another yep. member of our it's company. It's definitely but. something of, like, they handle some real, real issues, and it's where it's, like, I can see the appeal of a of a kid, like an eight-year-old, watching it and being, like, oh, they just killed a dude, and, like, it's fine. There's no, like, s- censoring, really, or it's just kind of more real, and I can see the appeal of it. Jamie actually related Naruto to Shira. You've been relating Sh- that my, to my hero, hero to but Shira. I kind of take that back. Ooh. So up to like season three, mm-hmm. um, it has the same like first season you establish the characters, second season you kind of show what they can do, third season they mess up, fourth season they try and like scramble back and it's kind of more of like a reset, which I still feel like my hero kind of followed that in its own way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and like when I say that, I literally just mean like the not the plot at all, but the structure of how it flows is just very similar. And when they made Shira, they were like, we want this to be an anime level type of thing. It was like Steven Universe. Like it's not an anime, or Avatar. It's not an anime, but they were going for that type of like energy. I don't feel they succeeded in that. Well, not, I mean, it's it's not it an anime. Like it's a, a cartoon. It feels like a cartoon And too. that's why I like it though. I like mm, that it feels like a cartoon. I like that element of Avatar where it, like it's a big debate. Is Avatar an, an anime? And that's because it feels so much like an anime despite being an American cartoon that's done by a Korean animation studio. So it's, by all technical situations, no, it's not an anime. But it's, the conversation is still brought up because it's like, it really feels like mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, and Shira definitely is a cartoon. I'm not saying Shira's yeah. anywhere near an anime. But I'm saying, like, they went for the, the, like, flow structure of, like, the story constantly just flows into the next. There isn't, like, a real cut line. And I like that. And, then, I mean, Shira's probably my favorite cartoon, uh, anime or not, really? across the board. I have seen Shira seven times. What is my favorite cartoon? I'll have to think on that. That's fair. If it's not Avatar, which technically it would be. Avatar's up there, but I just love Shira. Oh, I love it way more than Shira. I've seen some of Shira. I know like just so you know, but um yeah, I love Avatar way more. Um what was I going to say? Oh, you had well, something you have been saying about my hero that I do want to get into is um that it's just it's just sky high, but anime. More developed and more than developed. Sky High. I watched but the Sky base, High today. The basis, it's I, all there. I watched Sky High today. What are your thoughts? Um, well, I've always said you are not wrong. Um, though you saying that does feel like it's cheapening the mm-hmm. fact of My Hero Academia. Um, I've, there are some key differences that, yeah, My Hero is way better, and it's just there. Oh, it's a lot more developed. 
it's not even just more developed, just the way that they kind of take things. I feel like it's way better. Like the, um, remember the power uh, thing where they have, they like show off their powers and everything in the Sky sport- High? Oh, you mean the whenever they have to like get rated sidekick or hero? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that sort of thing where it's just, and even that's, that's exactly my point. It's like, are you rated a hero or are you rated a sidekick? It's like, that's not good world building, even in that world when you think about it, where it's like, why would you do that? That's, that was kind of the point, though. I know that's the point, but it's still the case of, like, if you're taking it in, in like, a realistic world setting, it's like, that's never going to work. It's good, and this it makes way more sense in My Hero, where it's like, you're only a sidekick because you're just, it's like an internship. You're just kind of working up and getting more experience in it until you become your own hero. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of just... There's so many flaws with that theory of, like, you're either a sidekick or you're a hero. Like, Will, he is deemed a sidekick because he doesn't have any uh, powers. Mm -hmm. And then he gets super awesome powers. Well, the most generic powers ever. But uh, he gets those powers, and it's like, all right, he's out to uh, to the hero course. But it's also, like... Layla's sitting right there. She's a sidekick. She's super freaking powerful. Oh, yeah. The only reason she's a sidekick is because she was, like... Refusing to use it. Yeah, and it's just, like, well, what about her? She's just going to be a sidekick, even though she's probably more powerful than a lot of these heroes. <laughs> and, you know, it's just... It, it makes no sense to me. And there are other cases for it, but it's just kind of, like... They also handle it differently, though, because in Sky High, they had students who were going to be villains. They had students who were villains. Yes. Like, like across the board. Where in my hero, at least so far, I'm not. I don't know what happened in season five, but so far, they're very picky about who they let in. There's a True. spirit you have to have. There's a certain like, they're like they're, they don't just look at oh you can do cool thing. Mm-hmm. They're like who are you mentally? Where are mm-hmm. you at? Where do you want to be? Who who do you want to be? Like mm-hmm. they definitely like more. I also do question. Detail it. This maybe doesn't have anything to do with what you said about it, but I do have a question about Sky High. Do people know about Sky High? It seems like the answer is no. Because I they feel like make you're it, wrong. Well, b- they make it very secretive, like how to get there and stuff. Oh, you mean in the movie, yeah, do people know movie. about Sky High? No, people don't. It's a hero-only thing. But people I know think. that heroes exist. Yes. Villains seem to know that it's a real thing because that's why it's so secretive, because they're trying to keep villains from finding it. But also... It seems like it's really easy to find out that there's a school for superheroes. It's a Disney movie. I know, man. I, I pick, think I could pick this movie apart. You but can it's cherry still just pick like that <laughs> movie, but no matter what, my response every time is just going to be, "It's Disney. They didn't think that far into it, and that's why my well, hero's better." Well, they did want to make a like franchise out of it. They were going to make they? five movies, <laughs> and then they dipped it. So bold. I so think it would have been good. Oh yeah, I think so too. I think it would have been really good. I, I think agree. The first one's great. Kurt yeah. Russell, right? Kurt Russell, Out Bruce of nowhere. Campbell, um, the actress that played Wonder Woman—I've forgotten her. Layla? No. Oh yes, Layla. She's in like she a few things. At the time. No, but she's is now. Yeah, absolutely. Like she, it was definitely like a stepping stone for not for Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell was already great. Yeah, but like and it was Bruce a step. Yeah, it was a stepping stone for like the and younger people though. Kind of. What is her name? Wonder Woman actress, something Carter. She was Wonder Woman in the seventies, um, and she she says it in the end. She walks out yeah. of the thing, and she's just like, "I'm not Wonder Woman, you know." And I'm and like, that was like the whole joke. I know, but I'm like, "You are. You really. Are. You got this job because you're Wonder Woman." <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 
That being said, though, it really is just that um, Layla actor that became famous from it. But I feel like more of them would have if they actually. Oh well, no, because the girl who plays um the villain, she was in Scott Pilgrim. She was in Birds of Prey. <gasps> is she Huntress? She's Huntress. Wow. She's how, also in something else I can't how remember. Forgettable. <laughs> Dang, I, I really liked forgot. her. I didn't know she was in anything else besides Sky Kelly High. Preston. That's her name. Who? The Wonder Woman girl. That's not her name. Yes, Kelly. it is. No, it's not. Kelly Preston. Something Carter. Who's Kelly Preston? She was the mom. Not the mom. Oh, we're talking about different people. The principal. You mean the, okay, yep, yep. Oh, Linda Carter. Linda Carter. Yep, you're Thank right. You. Sorry. I thought you were talking, I was like, is it Elizabeth? As far as I know, the mom is no one. <laughs> no, she's not. You're right, you're right. I thought you were saying she wasn't. I was like, oh, that's cool. I just no, didn't know. No, um, um, no, Linda Carter, the principal, principal powers is Wonder Woman. Oh, no. <laughs> that's potential spam. Well, I am not professional at all. Um. Well, with that said, do you want to get into this week's topic? Do we want to get into this week's topic or the movie review? Movie review's last. Okay, then we will get into this week's topic, which is our top 10 superhero movies. Of all time. Of all time. Um, you have taken this, I, th- I believe, very seriously. Very These seriously. are your top 10 as of this moment in time. Yes, and I want to do it every year. I mm-hmm. think it's, uh, I brought it up to him a, a couple weeks ago. I was like, I think that'd be a fun idea. I agree. Kind of just come out of the year with a bang and just always have something a little different to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, I have taken a few liberties with your rules. Um, I've picked 11. We're just going to call one an honorable mention. I have three honorable mentions. Great. And so, like, also, I'm with you. Um, they're not really my top 10. These are just the ones that I kind of want to talk about at the moment. Okay, well, some, mine are my top 10. I I'd thought say, very hard about these movies. I got to look at the list. But uh, some of them are my top, just not all of them. Um, I'd say the top, the first five are at my top 10. Okay, that's fair. Or I'm, my top five. <laughs> I'm going from 10 to 1. I'm counting down. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so am I. Do you want to start with my honorable mention, which is okay? My let's let's both do that. So you do yours first, since you okay. have one. Um, Hellboy first, Hellboy. Like the original from like 2005, or the yep. one that was like recently made. Why, why would I say Hellboy first, Hellboy? Because there's two first Hellboy technically. No, first Hellboy means first Hellboy. So the good one. Yes. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I remember loving it when I was like 12. It's still great. Um. It's a great movie, and I just, I love that movie. I think that's great. I honestly love the new 2019 one, even though a lot of people hate it. Sorry. Um, no, that's fair. So I haven't seen it, but I heard horrible things about it. Yeah. There's some bad, there's some god-awful CGI for a 2019 movie, but they lean more into, like, the story stuff from the comics and, like, kind of the weird, bizarre nature of the creatures and stuff, and I'm like, I like that. That's fair. So I like it. Um, oh, and it, uh, David Harbour looks good as Hellboy. So. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. All right. My honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Okay. Everyone trashes it. I think it's such a good movie. It's great. I loved it. It's not so I absolutely... Yeah. You're one of the only people I know who's like, yeah, it's a good one. I love Out it. Out of the MCU... Oh, I should say, I only have one MCU movie on here. I have like five. Okay. I've only got one. I try to limit myself to one. That's fair. But like I said, I'm taking more liberties with yeah, this. You're you're task. you're doing your own little thing yep. more than but I am. Also, I'm doing like um, a full real. I wouldn't consider that one of the bad MCU movies. I wouldn't either. I would consider what are considered the bad MCU movies are Iron Man two, Iron Man three, and uh, Thor: The Dark World. So funny. I love and Iron Incredible, Man two and three. And Incredible Hulk. That doesn't count though. I. It does, but doesn't. It does. 
Um, I have no problems with any of those movies. I think they're fine at best. Um, I don't think Marvel really has a bad movie. Like, really bad. Yeah. MCU. <laughs> MCU, I sorry. Yeah. To be clear, it MCU. Bad movies. Only MCU considered. I was so tempted to make this like the first five, top five being like my top picks, and then the bottom five being like the worst Marvel movies I could think of. That's fair. <laughs> or comic book movies in general. But um, yeah, no. No, that's, I think that's a fun movie. I liked it. Uh, the soundtrack's fire. The plot's fun. The Kurt Russell. Better. Is it Kurt Russell? Is that who it is? Yeah. He's fun as ego. Do you know I why, love the plot line. Do you know why Kurt Russell is in a lot of um, Mar- or just Disney movies? No, why? Because apparently that was the last thing uh, Walt Disney wrote was just huh. Kurt Russell on a napkin. And it was like known that Kurt Russell was his favorite actor. That's so cute. Not cute. I don't like know. Like pure. Yeah, I don't know. But it's just the thing of like... He uh, he loved Kurt Russell, so they just keep giving him a bunch of roles. That's I'm sure that's why he was um, the commander in Sky High. Yeah, and you know they also probably took that into account for ego of like we haven't given Kurt a, ro- a role in a while. Um, I think we have to honor Walt Disney's death wish, which is Kurt Russell. Oh <laughs> uh, no, I I loved it. A lot of people are like it wasn't as good as the first because they make jokes about everything and they do, but that's who the Guardians are. I True. feel like people are just it, trashing them for I'd, their characteristics. I agree, it's not as good as the first, but I think that is just the fact of they kind of do reiterate a lot of the stuff from the first one, and that's kind of just the case of what happens. If you're gonna do the same things, it's not gonna be as good as the first one. I enjoyed it more than the first one, but that's just me. No, no, I, I'll disagree with you there. I enjoy the first one a lot more than the second. That's fair. Um. Rise of the Guardians, because it is a superhero movie, and I stand. It's not a comic book movie, though. It doesn't need to be comic book. I just said superhero. I've been treating superhero. this as comic book okay, movie. I have not. I'm taking a lot of liberties with what superhero means. Oh, jeez. And I'm having fun. Interesting. Um, I think it's a great movie. Santa, Easter Bunny, like the whole Hugh Jackman as the Easter Bunny. That is all I need to say just about Hugh, this just movie. Just Hugh Jackman in general. Exactly. So it was a great movie. I think it is a great superhero movie. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. You haven't okay. seen it yet. It's a superhero movie. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll count it because it's a comic book movie. That's also so, fair. Yeah. All right. So I have my 10. You have your 10. Yes. How do you want to do this? Do you want to just go back and forth or do you want go one of us forth. to? Okay. Do you want to start? Yeah, I'll start. Um, TMNT 1990. Like the original? Yeah. Okay. Great movie. Yeah. It's I have, a fantastic movie. I didn't movie. even think about it. That's a, a good pick. Great movie. That's a great pick. I literally i don't know if i've tried to watch or show it to my nephew granted he was younger so it just might not have grabbed his attention but i i will rewatch that movie and just be amazed at how good it is the suits are great too like they're fun they're great suits like they look like the comics they're if you think about it yeah you're like that's a plush suit that's mm-hmm. like very obviously not a real turtle or anything like that but it's like it's way better than the cgi mess that is the michael bay movies so the new ones yeah i was actually about to say i own the new ones and i like them a lot i, I that design looks like shit i don't remember it that well it's been a while i just enjoyed they're fun i enjoyed them at 15 uh, but that first one is great and it's ripped the story is ripped straight out of the comic Oh, that's Literally, fun. I read the comic like later um, as an adult, and I was like, "This is just the first movie. It's great, and it's so fantastic. I love everything about it." And that casting for Casey Jones, the most accurate comic book portrayal I've ever seen, besides J. Jonah Jameson. That's so fair. 
<laughs> he looks just like Casey yeah, Jones. Does. It's brilliant. I, I love rewatch every- those. I love everything about just the first one. <laughs> the second two are bad because a bunch of parents um, are another reason why this movie is great. A bunch of parents are like were rioting and hating this movie because it was so violent. And so for the next two movies, they never use their weapons. Oh. They always like there's a scene in the second one, I think, where Michelangelo uses um salami sausage links as nunchucks instead of his actual nunchucks which are just on his hips as a way to get around it Mm -hmm. and it's so bad but Mm. yeah all right my number 10 shark boy and lava girl (laughs) now listen it's horrible it's a horrible movie there are gonna be so many of these movies where it's just it's gonna irk me because i'm like it's not a comic book movie (laughs) but I know you're taking from me. It's perfect. But it's like, <sighs> but for me, you uh, you know George me. Lopez? This is like a perfect. It's a perfect cringe movie. It's a perfect cringe movie. I I have two copies of it because I Why? lost the case for my first one, and then I found out Walmart for five bucks. I was like, I'll get it because I need a new case. Um, <laughs> I love it. The song uh, "Sleep" is the reason it made oh, this yeah. list. That is the that reason. That is the reason. Like it, right, I could talk about it. Put tick, tick, boom on this movie. No, this no, that doesn't too. count. That doesn't count. What? It has he's to be a, a superhero. He's in a superhero movie. He's that's not a superhero movie though. All right, nine. What All you right. got? Uh, nine. I got V for Vendetta. I haven't seen that. It's such a great movie. It's based on Alan Moore comic. He hates all adaptations of his work because he's gone insane. But um, he also sold all his rights, so he really can't complain. Yeah. Um, it's such a great movie. Hugo Weaving is a uh, B, and he never takes the mask off, which is great mm-hmm. and so awesome. Um, Natalie well, Portman. Yeah, is I know in she's it. in that. Yep. It's basically just it's a big revolution against the British. Um, congress or stuff and it's so great it's modern day there's great explosions there's great dialogue cool action memorable moments it's so good you gotta watch it i'll check it out yeah i'm done i'm done v for vendetta i'll rewatch that every once in a while i think i, I tried to make it where because there's a line in it where it's like remember remember the 5th of november the gunpowder treason and plot um more to it but like i've tried to watch it every november 5th but i always forget <laughs> i get it <laughs> so it'll be like november 7th and i'll just be like oh damn it <laughs> um it's that's why i've kind of like just was like i don't understand what it is but you make it sound interesting so i'll check it out it's so good man no, i'll check really it out i'll definitely good. check it you should recommend it on one of it's our segments poli- it's a political movie i love political movies you it's know a me. political I'm movie i'm so excited now. i've got the dvd so you yeah should, i will you should do it one time it was the thing of whenever i was trying to do it i had missed some years because i was like i can't watch it it's not any streaming so i bought it and then it was like oh, i'm forgetful <laughs> i get it um my number nine spider-man homecoming i know okay. you hate it i know you I hate it you don't like the first two though no because you said the no way home made them useless i just think they made them useless i didn't say that they were bad I like No Way Home more than Far From Home. I know it's a hot take because a lot of people like Far From Home more. No, a lot of people hate Far From Home. See, I have the exact opposite reaction. uh, uh, That's not even my reaction. I'm saying a lot of people do not like Far From Home. I liked Far From Home. I just liked Homecoming way more. I think that is the general consensus. That's fair. And I agree. Um, Though I do like Mysterio. I'll think back to Far From Home and whenever I think about it, I'm like, I do like that movie. I I like whenever the like uh criminals are robbing the bank and they're in like the mask. Yeah. I love Vulture. I love the like how he's the he's uh his girlfriend's like the, the villain is his the love interest's dad. It felt very such a plot twist. Yeah, it, wasn't expecting it, but it was. I um, wasn't either, and that's why I, it surprised me. I like things that surprise me. I agree that 
I think home I like homecoming better than far from home, but I I like homecoming better from far from home because far from home isn't set in New York. That's fair. So it's like it's the whole problems I have with those three movies is that it's not very true to the comics. Like they take a lot of liberties, a lot of liberties. It's not even the fact that like they take liberties. It's like they really change that character from the comics a lot. Um, and I don't like that. And in Far From Home, it's like, well, he's not even in New York. He's in Europe. And it's kind of like, that's not really Spider-Man-y. Like, he would do that, but it's like, to set a whole movie there is a lot, I think. But for Homecoming, it's him being a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man in New York. So Mm -hmm. I really enjoy that, and I like it. Well, when he gets stuck in the warehouse, that's a fun scene. I love how, and he's just messing with his webs, and he makes like, you don't remember that? No. I'm not crazy. It is in the movie. I remember that from The Amazing Spider-Man. No, it's Homecoming. He's stuck in the warehouse. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It might not be a warehouse. That. Where he's talking to, what do you name her, Karen? Yeah, and he, yeah. it's not Karen. It's something else. I thought it was Karen. It might be Karen. You might be right. It was something generic. Yeah, it was. But like, And he's like trying to like basically figure out a suit. And he the just kind of messes Karen, with it. Or the voice of Karen is the wife of Paul Bettany. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoy it. I think it's fun. It's a great I romp. Can, it's really rewatchable, in yeah. my opinion. Well, I can just ba- throw it they, on. They based those movies on John Hughes movies. So they're like, they're coming of age movies. They're very rewatchable. I, we should have a John Hughes episode because I could talk about that man and his movies for a very long time. I'm not sure. I know some are like The Breakfast Club, but I don't know enough to be like, or Ferris Bueller's Day Off, but I need to like go, I need to like put it in my mind, these are John Hughes movies. I have a collection, and then I also have like four of his other movies just around. Ah, okay. I have like 10 of them. They're great. When you said collection, I thought you meant your own collection, and I was like, and you have four other ones? How does that? No, no, no. It was like a five movie one, and then I also had a couple already on DVD. So, um, nine or ten, eight for you. Uh, the Crow, only the first Crow. I haven't seen that. What is that? It's Brandon Lee's um final performance, the son of Bruce Lee, and um it's a, it's very goth mm-hmm. <laughs> because he's in white face makeup and stuff like that. But it and it's like it just all in leather. It's nineteen nineties and it's very nineties, but it's the good things about the nineties. Mm-hmm. It's so it's um. The plot is basically a man and his fiance, or his fiance gets raped, and then they're both murdered. Mm-hmm. And then there's in this world, there's like a magical crow that will bring someone back to life if they've died um, wrongly so that they can take revenge and kind of be laid to peace. Um, so they, the crow comes to him and he's he comes back from the dead to enact vengeance on the people that raped his fiance and killed him um, and his fiance. And in the process, he, he sees the um, young girl that him and his fiance were kind of really close with. And he sees a cop that was investigating his case and all while enacting vengeance on the stuff. And just, there's a really nice emotional moment to this very uh, 90s emo thing but it's great and um yeah brandon lee the son of bruce lee it was the case that happened recently um there was one recently where a gun went off and there was a real bullet in Mm -hmm. it and i believe it rick for him it ricocheted and it hit him and he he died later uh yeah it's awful (laughs) do you own that yeah you should recommend it because 
that was another movie where I was like, um, I'm going to watch this on the anniversary of Brandon yeah. Lee's death. Yeah. And then I forgot. Um, rest in peace, Brandon Lee and Bruce Lee. You have really interesting picks. They, these are great movies. Like I'm like, I was going to make it the last five were just awful movies, but I made them kind of forgotten gem movies. Mm-hmm. Um, they get, I kind of they tried to go that route as well. They get less forgotten as I go, but yeah. Um, my eight is sky high. <laughs> um, I don't really need to talk about why I love it because we already did. Yeah, it's great. Did. It's fun. Oh, it's, it's campy. A, it's such a f- oh, it's very campy, but good campy. It's good campy. Yeah. The like study sessions. Whenever his dad finds out he's a sidekick, save the citizens. Say, like it's just it's it's fun. It's yep. just really fun, and I can throw it on, and I don't have to have a single brain cell, and that's what I like. I watched it today and I really enjoyed paying attention to well, it. Well, you can't, you, but yeah. you can pay attention, but it's just, it's just goofy yeah, and fun. I feel like that's not a quality of like a good movie of you can not pay attention to. Well, it. I'm not saying you don't, I'm not saying when, like don't have a brain cell, you don't, like you can't pay attention. I just mean it's very simple. Like it, it, it takes you yeah. through, it shows you everything you need to know. You can, anyone can watch it and then be like, okay, I understand what happened that entire movie. Yep. That's true. You basically, it's not like a Marvel, it's not like end game where you have to mm-hmm. know the other movies. It's basically like, do you kind of understand what a superhero is? Yeah. You're good. Yeah. You're literally fine. As long as you understand that people, superheroes have powers, you're fine. You can, yep, yep, you can yep. literally just jump right in. And, and it was honestly probably my introduction to superheroes. Either that oh, or the God. first Spider-Man. I'm not sure, those but it was one of those. Were important to me. I um, this is a personal sidetrack, but it was also um, I loved those Spider-Man movies. And then whenever my grandfather passed away, he was a big movie guy. Like he, but he was big on westerns. So he like, <laughs> I think I kind of get it from him, sort of where it was like he would record a movie that was on the TV on a VHS, but anytime a commercial would come on, he would uh, stop the recording and then he'd start it again whenever the movie came on so that whenever you rewatched it, it later, was just flown right through. No commercial. And that I was, was smart. like, that's hilarious and great. Um, so whenever he passed away, he left me a VHS copy of Spider-Man, the first one. Oh, that's so yeah. cool. I still have it. Um, I don't play it anymore because I'm, I'm worried about it like burning out. Yeah. But um, yeah, I've watched that a lot on that and it's great. That's really cool. I um, love that. I love, I love that. It. I have um the first four Pokemon movies on VHS. Jesus. <laughs> I know. It's like random, but I, I got them at Goodwill for like a dollar when I was like 10. Mm-hmm. And it's just something I was like, I just like those. I think it's cool that there are VHSs, you know? <laughs> um, So I completely understand. I watched that first Pokemon movie when I was older, so I did not have that nostalgia attached to it. I've been I watching watched, that for I years. I watched it and went like, there's some bad things in this. <laughs> Bro, that was the first movie I cried to. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many people who have said that, and that's the thing where it's like, I watch that movie, I'm like, I cannot cry to this. <laughs> it's definitely like a you had to be 10 when yeah, you saw it to fair. really feel it, you that's know? Because I watched it with Alyssa, and she was like, listen, this movie's fine. I get it. I watched it when I was a kid, too. But she was like, but I'm not even crying. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, well, how are you not that crying? That movie apparently caused a lot of um, epileptic episodes in kids. Yeah, there's a lot happening in yeah. that movie. It's good though. That like, like I I know it's a lot of epileptic episodes. It's great though. It's a quality <laughs> film though. Like I definitely if I like quality is not the word I'd use. Anyway, let's get back on okay, track. Okay, so let's get back to the point. I don't want to get into that at the moment. What is uh, what is your seven? Uh, what was your seven? Sky, Sky high. high. Okay, my seven is um X Men First Class. Ooh, good choice. Not X two. 
No, I hate that movie. You hate X2? I think that's a god-awful that's movie. That's my favorite one. It's everyone's favorite one. I hate that movie. It sucks. Actually, I also really like one. One's pretty good. One's fine. X-Men First Class is the best. Well, X-Men movie. It's the best X-Men movie. It's so good. I, I love that it's set in the 70s. I love that they're being involved in the Cuban Missile Crisis, and we get a great, like, origin story for Magneto and Professor X, and, like... I agree, And, yeah. like, all that stuff. We get some good mutants that are fun and interesting, and Matthew Vaughn, why didn't you do the other ones? Yeah. <laughs> why did you leave after that one? <laughs> well, and it got... X-Men, and, like, I know this is definitely just, like, I didn't put the time and effort into it. It got weird yeah. once Days of Future Past hit. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was like... I think Days of Future Past is a good movie, though. But it's just, like... It's it, a lot. It, it never hit this. This is great. Yeah, because that was good. That was Days fantastic. of Future Past was fine, but I really, like... I'm, I'm going to lie. First Class is a very close second for me. That's a fantastic It's a film. really good movie. I can definitely, like, uh, completely agree with you on that one. Mm-hmm. You should um, rewatch it sometime. I'm it's going a fun to now. Ride. I'm definitely going to now. I love the emotional beats with uh, Magneto, where it's just like he's using his power and he's thinking about love instead of hate for the first time, and he just like breaks down. And I'm like, oh, that's so nice. <laughs> it's such a good moment. I love a good origin story. Yeah, it's great. I love a, a good, good origin one. story. A good one. It is. Um, my seven, Ant Man and the Wasp. No, you're six. No, I'm on seven. You just said seven was sky high. No, eight was sky high. I just gave you... Okay. You gave me seven. I give you seven. Okay. And then you go six. I go six. You went first. I asked what was your seven, and you said sky high earlier. Oh, I thought you meant eight. Okay. I apologize. Okay. Seven is Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay. A um, lot of people would also put that in the category of bad MCU movies. I completely disagree. I think it's a fun I time. I think it is one of the best ones. I think it's a really fun time. It's fun. The Hello Kitty thing, like it makes me <laughs> laugh every time. The Lego bricks b- mm-hmm. building the warehouse, yeah. the building that they work in, the plot, the fact that it connects to the finale and it is what literally makes them be able to do in game at all. I love, fucking love, uh, Paul Rudd. Yes, I love Ant Man. So I love I. him so much. He is probably my favorite Avenger now because Captain America is dead. <laughs> Not Sam. I love Sam. <laughs> he is definitely fourth. <laughs> um, but I, I, Ant-Man was always number two, and now he's just kind of, it's literally Endeavor. He kind of yeah, just got bumped up. I wouldn't say that's like a favorite. I think it's it gets a lot of unnecessary hate, though. It's a fun movie, and not every Marvel movie needs to be Endgame or No Way Home. It can be a fun romp, and, and that's that, fine. And that is why it gets so much and hate is because... You know what? It introduced my favorite character, Jimmy Woo. <laughs> exactly. I love and like, Jimmy. That's why it gets so much hate is just because it followed Infinity War, and people were like, well, I didn't give me what I wanted. I wanted a, They wanted a sequel to that story, and it, what they weren't getting that. I still think those Ant-Man movies are... Um, not as good as some other movies or other trilogies, but they they don't deserve the hate. They're really fun. It's not even a trilogy yet. Well, they, they haven't were, even completed uh, it. I'm just saying that as like you know what I mean. I'm I not know. saying like it's not a, you know, um, it's they're fun movies. They don't deserve the hate, but it's I don't think they're as quality as some other MCU movies. It just felt very Ant Man to me, and it was its it, own it thing, was. and I really loved it. And I love I love him in Civil War. Really like fun. there's just so much that they build for it. I think some of the problems with it, though, was also in Civil War, we see him get big. So for Ant-Man and the Wasp, it was kind of like, 
they didn't really bring i mean they brought creative things but it wasn't like i think they wanted to bring in they can like grow things too in that movie and then civil war kind of stole it so it was i disagree but that's just me okay um it's a fun movie what is your seven six we're on six you're on six you are correct what is your six uh my six is the incredibles uh the best fantastic the first one movie yeah it's always the first one <laughs> just okay uh continue inc- the, i, I want to hear i want to hear the this. incredibles it's the best fantastic four movie yeah mm-hmm. i mean i like the second one better the second incredibles yes it's a hot take okay. here's my thing villain not as good plot line though fire nah i I could. I've watched it. It's quite forgettable, to be honest. That's what, and I think that speaks for itself. But The Incredibles, the first one, is great, and it it's so, and it's a family. It's a family of superheroes. It really does do like everything that a Fantastic Four movie should do. Yeah. But Fantastic Four movies just cannot do it for some reason. I hope this. I hope who's who's taking over the Fantastic Four now? Uh, I believe it's the John Watts, the director yeah. of the Spider-Man movies. I mean, I hope he can do something fun. I like the second one better, but I res- but a lot of people don't. You have to admit that first one is like iconic, iconic and great. It is incredibly. Iconic. It took him what seventeen years to make a sequel, something like that. Yeah. So like it definitely like and I just I really like two. Brad Bird director, great. I um, I love one. I just like two more. It's fun. Jack Jack, the whole powers thing, the raccoon fight, uh, the villain being the girl caught me by surprise i really they really got me with the red herring of the brother like elastigirl being the main hero i just really liked it here's the thing man all the things you just listed i completely forgot were in that movie so that's why i'm saying like it just didn't hit for you nah it's just because it was really forgettable for me but yeah i think that's a great superhero movie like the the first incredibles where it's just they deal with interest it's like set in the 60s or something but they deal Mm -hmm. with the idea of like does the world need superheroes and how would the world or how would superheroes react if the world was like don't do superheroing stuff and there are just people with superpowers and then there's a guy hunting superheroes because he's a serial killer he's an awful dude and a really threatening villain i feel and i think he's great and then um just and then there's also the family dichotomy of it and just i i think it's great it's a fantastic film your six um spider-man into the spider-verse you put it that low. I have a lot of favorite superhero movies. Okay. I, I, I think you're doing favorites. I'm doing best. Yeah, you're doing objective. I'm or like your objective picks. I'm doing like subjective. Completely like this is just the movies I love. They uh, might be ridiculous. They might be a little out there. Some the rest are so more the serious choices. Really no, it does to me. It does to your favorite. Okay, it does to my okay. favorites. Um, I will say the next one. Uh, the rest are pretty serious. Counting Ant Man up. Is more like isn't like Sky High or Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Okay. They're more serious movies, um, like actual like good, really good superheroes. Um, Into the Spider Verse, I think it's fantastic, completely rewatchable. Um, I've watched it numerous times. Insane. It is. This I think it it is literally. I think No Way Home is Into the Spider Verse good. I love Into the Spider Verse. Whoa. Yeah, I I said that. I am laying it down. Whoa, that's that, a big thing to say. I truly believe it. I've watched both back to back. Here's what I'm same gonna say. level. Here's what I'm gonna say. It's a cliche, and it's what everyone else feels. Uh, Into the Spider Verse is the best Spider-Man movie ever. Fight me. I'm talking to you. I'm not talking to the viewers. 
you fight me. No, No Way Home is not better. I think No Way Home is better. No, you're wrong. We can we can have a difference of opinion, Brad. No, we can have a we fist can. fight outside. It's cold. <laughs> it's snowing. I don't care. <laughs> but uh, I love. I think it's. I think it's a great Spider-Man movie. I love Miles Morales. I love yeah. Peter B. Parker. I love that they got. Uh, have you seen New Girl? Oh, I know who you're talking Nick, about. Nick, he's playing Peter B. Yeah, yeah. I love that uh, Nicholas Cage is Spider John, Noir. Oh, I know the I don't actor's know his name. name. I, I do know the actor's name, but it's um something Johnson. Oh, jeez, oh, I'm sorry. You're fine. Um, I know great, you're... great voice actor. Um, Nicholas Cage is Spider Man Noir. Yep. John Mulaney, John Mulaney is Spider Ham. They just they had so much fun with it, and they made it to where they can basically do whatever they want with it. Very for com- the rest. Very comic booky because they really they really take the fact that they use an animated movie and they they work that and, and really it's so well. Meta. This is, yeah, it is. I also like like there's just some crazy other world building stuff mm-hmm. to it, like um. I think whenever you're seeing like different iterations of Wilson Fisk's uh, son and um, wife, you see that one of his alternate universe's sons is Daredevil, mm-hmm. which is like a oh that's kind of interesting. I'd like to see that. Um, but yeah, great movie. They can just it was just it set the standard for Spider-Man movies, in my opinion. Yep. It literally was like that is what needs to be. Uh, yep, and I think it's a masterpiece. It is. I I'm not here to bash it when I yep. say I think No Way Home is just as good. I'm just saying I think it's phenomenal and you know how highly I hold No Way Home. So like it's saying mm-hmm. something, you know. Um yeah. What is your 5? Kingsman. Uh and I've written here that's a lot of death. <laughs> that's fair. Uh the first Kingsman movie. Would that movie. be a superhero movie? It's a comic book movie. Okay, so I'll count it. Yeah, that's fair. I'll, I'll give you it. It's a comic book movie. Um, I thought it was more like a secret agent movie. It's a comic else. book. So um, you're, that's fair. And again, that's what I've, I've literally written here as a title, Top 10 Comic Book Movies. Mine's Top 10 Superhero Movies. I thought that's what this list was, but anyways. Um, so I'm I'm just counting it. That's fair. Why don't next year we just make it like it's comic book or superhero? Yeah, no, well, it, it, that's what this is. Yeah. It's just fun. Um, Kingsman, that's a lot of death. I... It's a great movie, and I know you haven't seen it, but like it's the second one is bad. Mm-hmm. This third one is man, they really tried on that third one, that prequel one, and it's like it, you see it, but it just never hit the same. Honestly, like what made the first one great, they never the brutality in that in the first movie is so epic and fun and cool, and you see the gadgets and you're that's kinda, what I hear. And it's just so great. And after that, they never hit it the same way. And it's the thing of like, I think it's one of the few examples where the movie is better than the comic book. Mm-hmm. As far as I've heard, the comic book is pretty boring uh, and nothing to really write home about. But the the movie is fantastic. I heard the soundtrack makes the movie as well. Never heard that. Never even thought of the soundtrack to that movie. So um, it's fair. <laughs> you get takes on things. And I'm like, I've never heard that. And you feel wrong about it. Um, I mean... We I think we I think we just talk to different people. We I get different opinions. Literally cannot even think of a song from that movie. I mean like whenever they're fighting, I heard that like there's always like a soundtrack that kinda of makes it lighter than it actually is, even though they're like slaughtering people. I guess that was like can't even think of it. I mean that I think that's what makes a good soundtrack is whenever you can't whenever you're not paying attention to the soundtrack. That's fair. Um but, yeah, but Guardians of Galaxy is the is the exact opposite. Yeah, that's true. The soundtrack is supposed to be like complimentary. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about it? No, I'm just looking up the soundtrack. I mm-hmm. literally don't know a song from it. My number five? Go Logan. Logan? Logan. Okay. I think it is the best X-Men movie across the board. 
I think it is a perfect send-off. X-23 was freaking terrifying, and it mm-hmm. was everything I wanted her to be. She's great. They should I, bring her into the MCU. They should, and I, if they don't, I'm, I'm going to be really upset because they were going to, and then they never made the movie. They, in mm-hmm. MCU, they're just going to make an X-23 movie. They should bring her into the MCU. It'd be great. She was terrifying. I think she's fantastic. I loved great. her. That's why I love that she genuinely was like, oh, my, this girl is insane. Mm-hmm. I loved that movie. I can't I, say a single bad thing about it. I love the part in that movie where it's um, um, he finds out that she can talk and she's mm-hmm. just speaking a bunch of Spanish and then it's like it goes so quickly like you can talk why haven't you done it? Okay, shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was it was good. Um, uh, I, I, that's funny to me. What is your four? Uh, the Suicide Squad Gun Edition. <sighs> it was fine. It's great. It's a great movie. It was a lot of gore. It was a lot for me. Maybe you won't like Kingsman. Because <laughs> if you think that's a lot of gore. I mean, I own it, so I'm watching it. Oh, boy. <laughs> Kingsman or? Kingsman. Yeah. I mean, I, already, I saw Suicide Squad. I had to see Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah. No, I think Suicide Squad is great, but what I'm saying is Kingsman is way more gore. That's fair. Um, no, I think Suicide Squad is great. I think it's like he really does work those he works those characters in the best way that they can and like kind of takes liberties with the fun of comic books of like there's a dude named polka dot man and like why the hell is there a super villain named polka dot man Mm -hmm. but he uses them in a good way or even like he takes characters that aren't really that great and it's just like well let's throw them in and kill them it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. because it's just i mean the opening scene yeah it's it's more just like it's more satisfying than the first one where it's like most of them are important characters if you know anything about the comics except for the dude named Slipknot and mm-hmm. you're going to go, oh, I wonder who's going to get his head blown off. Mm-hmm. It's Slipknot. It actually like made it It made the death like sad, but also impactful mm-hmm. But where the first one didn't. And also making the characters really like him. Yeah. Where it was um, like Peacemaker, he's a he's a villain and he's the villain of the story. But yet you still kind of like the dude. I mean, he's getting his own HBO Max series. Yeah. You really, I didn't like him. I know, but well, that's the point. But like you, you also really like Bloodsport and you know, fantastic performance from Idris Elba. Yeah. He deserves more um, front runner leads. He's a great actor. He should be James Bond, but he never will be. Um, mm. Just just my opinion, but. Um, and then great use of Harley Quinn, I feel, mm-hmm. and just everything about it, I think, is great. And it was sadly the, a and nice the main villain. The main villain is um, the starfish. Yeah, that's such a like. Who would ever pick that character as a villain? Like, you, no director would even think about it because they're like, that's crazy. But James Gunn was like, I, I could make that work. That'd be fun. That'd be real fun. And I think that's great. Well, and it also like kind of just cleaned up the mess that the first one Starro. left. Starro, yeah. Yeah. It also cleaned up the mess that the first one left. Because it killed What's-Her-Face. The one that crewed them all. Oh, uh, Amanda Waller. Yeah. Didn't she die in the last one? No. I'm pretty sure she Deadshot didn't. shot her. No. I was so certain. She didn't. He didn't. She was alive. Okay. And then they also I, killed I Flag, which I was ticked about Flag. That was the point. Flag. I feel like that was a good thing, though, because it was like you kind of hate to see him leave. And I was kind of like good on them for making a tough choice and killing Rick Flag, even though I hate to see him. Because it was necessary for where they were going. I'm but it, ticked yeah. about it. But it's also the thing of like if they killed him in the last movie, I wouldn't have give a sh- given a shit yeah. because he wasn't interesting. I swear to God, I can picture it so vividly of just Deadshot putting a bullet in her head. I can picture it very vividly. Anyways. 
Um, yeah, I think it's a great movie. I think it's a genuinely great movie. So I put it at number four. It's fair. My number four, Incredibles 2. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. Anyways. I completely disagree. I already said why I love it, you so I'm not going to go into a big thing. Yeah. But um, I just I love everything about it. I could write an essay. I think you're wrong for putting that on the list, but not putting The Incredibles on the list. It was a really hard decision, but I just decided I'd like two more. Mm. Crazy. I'm glad I put it on the list then. Yeah. Um, I figured we'd talk about it if I brought it up anyways. Yeah. My number three? Yep. Captain America Civil War. Uh, That's your number three. I also put it. I also put a little note. Um, bro fight. <laughs> That's just, your number three. It's a bro fight. Yeah, it's, number it's not three. higher. No. Oh my god. Captain America: Civil War. Bro fight. It's a great film. It's my favorite MCU film. It is the best MCU film. Agreed. It's fantastic. I can't believe it's a political story about it, that brings up a good political discussion. You understand the sides of both characters and where they're coming from in this discussion and you're mad at one of them for their decisions yes even though he but from his past that you have seen you completely understand why he is making those decisions so it it works really well it's fun the action is great you're invested in the characters if you're a, a stucky shipper you're gonna love it and all that sort well, of well and it also like it was a great character study into Iron Man and Captain America's relationship and just ideologies in general. Yeah. And they did that while also having a backline plot of Iron Man's dad parents and then also mm -hmm. a Bucky plot and then also mm -hmm. the courts and they made it work flawlessly. It's brilliant. I could rewatch that Same. and not even look at it and quote it. I love you that keep movie. Saying like and not even look at it. Um, I, know, I just I've seen it so many times. I know, but it's the thing of like if I, I can rewatch it anytime and still my eyes cannot be teared away well, yeah from it. same i'm just saying like I, just, I love that movie so much i've seen it so many times it's i cannot so watch good. that movie and just have it on in the background i have to pay attention to that movie that's fair it's so good it's such a great story and i love it so much it's so great and it, it's the essence of what captain america is which i feel a lot of people admit we've talked about this before but like and we've talked about this movie a lot before but you know like it's captain america who's an idealist and then tony who's a realist and kind of just in grand scheme it's that idea but it's also captain america who a lot of people will think will do whatever the government says mm -hmm. and then it's him doing what he's always done which is go no i'm gonna do what i think is best which is usually right, the right thing and it's good it's so good <laughs> it's it's great it's fantastic oh god i love that movie it's so brilliant. i cannot believe you put out three um my three Spider-Man No Way Home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I knew that was going to be on your list. I'm yeah. surprised it's not one. No, nah, it's, it's not. After sitting on it, I love the movie, and I think objectively it is top three best Marvel MCU movies. However. I got to think on that. To, like, I haven't thought. I try not to do that. That's, that's so fair. much work. That's a lot of work. I, I did a lot of thinking about this. Mm -hmm. um, however, I enjoy two other, two other superhero movies a lot more. MCU superhero movies a lot more. Okay, I thought you were going to be like, my number one pick is, I I couldn't even, th uh, the superhero, the movie. No, 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 no. Um, and I just, I love the plot line. We did a whole uh, podcast about this, so I'm not going to go into great in depth. Mm -hmm. Um, But it 
fixed. Check out the last episode if you want to yeah. hear us talk about it more. Yeah. Uh, it fixed everything that was that everyone hated about the Spider-Man. Agreed. That's what I loved about while it. While also paying homage to homage. the homage. Is that how you say it? Yeah, homage. You keep saying homage. I always say homage. While paying homage to the uh, the original plot line where he goes to Doctor Strange to have him fix Civil War. That is, I think I mentioned it um last week or last episode but that is the second most hated uh spider-man story in comics ever i can't believe that because i love that story (sighs) i think it's really good because people really hate the fact that they um erased uh peter parker's marriage to mj but he meets her again later it, it, in the comic world, it did take a long time. That's fair. That story happened before 2010, and they but, did not get back together until like 2018. But the that thing is, that's in the fair. comics, and it's annoying. But the thing is, it was the most Spider-Man decision to make. Yes, but is you, to put a lot the people, whole world but, above your relationship. Yeah, but it's still the situation of like you don't have to put him in that situation. Like they. The writers did that because they wanted Peter Parker to be single, so that he would be viewed as more relatable to the list or viewers. But they really just saw that they saw right through it and was like, "No, we like that marriage that you that he has to MJ." And then they made him like start his own business and like, but he still sucks at it. And like, people didn't like the storylines afterwards. So it was just okay. a case of like, this sucks. The most hated one though is whenever um. It's like a parallel universe, and it's the future where it's revealed that MJ died from cancer from exposed radiation to Spider-Man's sperm. Ew. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. My Can thing you is guess why that's the most hated. Because that's gross. <laughs> yeah. Um, my thing is, I see. I see what people are saying. I can I think fi- it's a, I see I think the it's issue. It's a testament to this movie that they made it good. Well, and I love that. The MCU found a, and I thought I thought it was a fun way. I get the whole marriage thing. I understand Lo- love interest for Peter Parker is a big part of his arc, ninety percent of the time. Yeah. So I understand well, it was also the like issue. You dated women that were just it, it never felt the same because it, you knew it like MJ was kind of the one he was supposed to be yeah. with. So it was just kind of like. <sighs> but. I love that line. I love that he goes Doctor Strange. I love that Captain America gets like killed. I love that you know that it's, you he know like it's not switched Doctor sides. Strange that does that in the comic, right? Oh, it's um, what's his face? Mephisto. Mephisto. Yes, because yeah. we talked about that during WandaVision. Mm-hmm. So Mephisto, whoever it is. My point being though, I love that line. I thought it was fun. I thought it was different. I love that they were able to find a fun way to reset the universe to be able to do something. On top of that, because that because Civil War is undone and then Infinity War happens instead. That's like the whole thing. I have a question. I have an answer. This is a bit of a sidetrack. Do you think they will do Gwen Stacy in the MCU? <sighs> He's not in a relationship with MJ. Do you think he will date Gwen Stacy later? And do you think he will lose her? I know they've already done the story, but... There's no reason why they can't again. My thing is, if he meets Gwen Stacy, is he just going to be like, no, 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 I know what happens? I don't think he, I don't think they went into it enough for him to like know what happened. Well, he said, I lost Gwen. Yeah, but. Like, that's, that's just pretty specific. I don't think he ever said Gwen Stacy. So it's the thing of like, he doesn't know. <sighs> but if you meet a Gwen and you're and very self. Gwen is now a like, oh, I'm going to stay away from you. <laughs> Maybe. I wouldn't. That's fair. I mean, I I think there's different ways to, like, deal with it. I don't... You seem very upset by this idea. I don't know. 
because here's the thing how could and like i'm gonna ask this however they pulled off no way home so like anything's possible they do gwen stacy how do they pull gwen stacy but then still end him back with mj is well, my well, they, thing well they kill her they kill gwen <sighs> and ned is the one to kill her are they but are they just gonna do a marriage or not mary jane are they just gonna do an aunt may situation again and have him just break down and then defeat the hero. I just don't want it. I just don't want to feel like no, I'm having just, a repeated story no, they if just, they go that route. They just do the story from the comics, but Ned throws her off the bridge. So you think it'll be third movie? Because we agreed oh, that no. we thought Ned would be third movie. Oh, I don't. I don't know what movie it'll be, but I just think it. I think it would make sense for it to be Ned. Are you? Do you think they'll do it? I think they could. I don't think they will. I don't know if they, I don't know if they will or not, but I think they absolutely could. I feel like he'll just get coffee from the shop a lot, and I feel like those kind of have that be a thing at first, and then it'll kind of uh, grow. The shop she works at, and that'll kind of be like that's thing. creepy though. But the best way here's my thing: is it creepier to just be like, "Hey, I actually, I'm just gonna get coffee here and get to know you and build a relationship," or is it creepy to be like, "Hey, you don't remember me because I reset the entire universe because I'm Spider Man"? Like the trail you'd have to have. Yes, eventually, but he can. It'll be a lot easier if she already has faith and trust in him as a person than what he was going to do at the end of the movie. They absolutely could do that, but I think it's also like maybe they'll also explore some other relationships he's had in the comics. I think anything's maybe possible. They'll explore, maybe they'll just explore Black Cat, which is actually a relationship with that I do like. Mm-hmm. I like the weird relationship that Spider-Man and Black Cat have. Wasn't it in the game? I don't. I or think is it, it going to be in the new one? I think it's. I think it might be in the game, but it's a. Um, it's a DCL or DLC. DLC. Yeah. Yeah. It's so I don't know, but um, I like that relationship that they have. That's fair. Where it's just, oh, there's a line where it's like Black Cat's thing perspective and he, there's something going on in the city and she, or he asks her like, um, Felicia, does you, this have anything to do with you? And she, in internal monologue says, um, it breaks my heart to lie. To, it half breaks my heart to lie to him. And she says no, and then he's like, okay, I'll go figure this out. And then it's her internal monologue going, it, it breaks all the way that he believes me without question. And I'm like, I like that. I like that this relationship. I'm open. Mm-hmm. I think after No Way Home, they could pull off anything. I think they could definitely. I'd like to see Black Cat. I'm open. I'm really just, I have no clue where Spider-Man's going to go in the MCU specifically. He has definitely become one of my favorite heroes, though. I have an idea. He's not my favorite. Anyways. I'm having fun with it. Yep. And I'm kind of just enjoying not knowing because I love Spider-Man, but I don't know a ton about him. Back to the point. Yes. Um, you're number three, I believe, right? I'm, I said number three, so you're number two. Okay, my number two is Spider-Man and Into the Spider-Verse. Okay, that's fair. I'm I not going to argue. I think that's a masterpiece of a Spider-Man film. It's brilliant. It's multiversal, but I don't... But I think it's... If you're doing multiversal, I don't like the idea of seeing, or I, it's not that I don't like the idea, but I don't think it's the best use of the idea of multiverses to just bring in the versions we've seen before. Mm-hmm. That's why it was such a like everybody was going crazy for the idea, and I was like, I'd rather just see more of the multi into the Spider Verse thing, where it's like it's different iterations we've never seen before. They're creative iterations. See so more fun, world building. They're fun iterations. Yeah, and it's just like we see more different things and i think spider-verse does that beautifully and it spectacularly and i think it's great i love miles i love it's it's familiar story because he loses his uncle and Mm -hmm. stuff but it's still just it's so great um and then yeah we see like 
our Peter, a, a version that's pretty close to our Peter, but he's older and mm -hmm. kind of sad. And I, I think that's fun. Nicolas Cage, of course, is great and fun. Always. And I'm, I'm so excited that there's going to be a trilogy of these. That's so freaking great. At Me too. least of At the least. trilogy. You know there's going to be more, though. Absolutely. And they can do whatever they want. Yeah. Oh, Tobey Maguire's going to be in the next one. The next Into the Spider-Verse? Uh, yeah, Across the Spider-Verse. Part one. Yeah, it's been confirmed. That is so cool. I'm, yeah. Oh, bro. Day of. Him and day someone else. of. Day before, probably. Because we're going to go to that early viewing. <laughs> I don't know. Um, no, this was a bit later. Um, so him and someone else, but I forget who the other one is. It wasn't Andrew. Okay. I don't need to see him again. Okay. Anyways. Um, yeah, that's my number two. Avengers Infinity War is my number two. Okay. We've had this discussion mm -hmm. where um, you think Endgame's better. I think Infinity War is better. Um, I like that they lose. I like that. Yep. It is a direct correlation to why they lose because of Civil War. Mm -hmm. I think a big reason I love Infinity War so much is because it ties so much into Civil War mm -hmm. and it didn't even have to try. It just completely they lost because they didn't avenge together essentially yep. like and i i just i love a good complex story especially where they lose sometimes you lose and that happens and they couldn't can't communicate and i just i really liked it it was really good and like i i mean i yeah we agree so i don't even need to like go on a rant yeah I just, it was just great i just really like endgame i That's like fair. seeing cap hold mjolnir and i love his costume in it and i uh, I kind of enjoy Fat Thor, and I love uh, Tony being a dad to Morgan and all that sort of stuff. I just, I just enjoy that better. I, that's a personal thing. I don't know if that's I can say like objectively I, which one I think is better. Mm -hmm. I just, I enjoy Endgame more. Okay. It's like you and Incredibles. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's exactly where it's like I really have no issues. I just have a preference, mm -hmm. and that's fine. Yep. Because I also love Endgame. I have a couple issues. But as we discussed, yeah. they're not that I've deep. A, I've got they're, issues with Infinity War. Exactly. Yeah. So like, it's fine. And I got I also have issues with Infinity War. Mm -hmm. So like, it's fine. Mm -hmm. What's your number one? I, jeez, oh, I, I, a question popped into my head, but it's like ask your question first. That's a rant, though. Okay, do number one and then ask the question, because we got mm. we're only an hour and fourteen minutes in. Okay, make it quick. Um, did were you upset with how Cap's story ended? I was fine. You're fine with it, okay? Were you, you fine? I'm fine with it, but I was wondering. I don't get the whole thing. It's it's stupid. I understand. He deserved it, a happy ending. Yeah, he deserves a happy ending. But people say it's inconsistent. But it's like it's only inconsistent if you go by Avengers: Age of Ultron. I can rant about it for days. I, that's like I said. Like I said. That's why I was like afraid to ask. You knew I would. You knew I had feelings. I would too. So it's my the, thing is, and I I won't go on a whole rant. I will just keep it short and sweet and just say the main point. The main argument is he shouldn't have left Bucky. And like, yes, a big part of mm. Captain America's story was saving Bucky. That's what his second, second and third movie were. However, his arc, his, Bucky, I feel, I feel Bucky was still like very important in the first movie. Too. He was. He but, did save Bucky in the first movie. He did. Yeah. It's the whole trilogy. Is it, It's about Bucky. I agree. But, but it's also. That's kind of like Bucky just so happens to be a, a, a something that has to be dealt with I think that's not just in a bad stuck, way I think that's just stucky shippers like being real mad that it didn't happen yeah for real and like look i'm a stucky shipper as well i love um steve and bucky i think they i think they are gay for each other and they should be together mm -hmm. but if you're a shipper just like with sdl and supernatural you have to take a moment and realize 
it's never really gonna happen. <laughs> Although Destiel is a whole different conversation. Yeah, in my you're opinion, right. you're right. There's but, a lot to say about that. Yeah, we we still gotta do that. Yeah, um, we will though. Oh God, yeah. But it it's still just like if you're doing these like fan fiction type ships and stuff where it's a gay, but these characters have never been gay before. You have to take a moment and kind of go and just accept like it will never happen in real life. So it's my thing of just like, I also like Peggy and I kind of do want him to be with Peggy because I like their relationship mm-hmm. too. So I'm like, that's fine. But Captain America's arc was never, oh, I'm just here to save Bucky. I he feel did. It is. He did. But it wasn't like the point of his existence. It felt he like it, was a man. He was a man out of his time. True. His whole thing was, I'm pissed. I am not in 19 whatever year. A lot of people will argue that because of the line in Age of Ultron where he's like, because in that movie, he has kind of moved on from it and everything. And like, I, I, I haven't seen that movie in a minute, but I know it kind of is supposed to put an end on that. But it's the thing of Joss Whedon kind of put an end on that. So it doesn't the count. Russo brothers weren't done with it. So they just kind of kept going with it. And so you kind of have to look at it as like, Age of Ultron's an outlier. It's actually the only outlier yeah. because even in Avengers, he's still that guy. So you have to just go like, that's the one that doesn't make sense. And that's the thing. I feel everyone's just like, he's always there to say Bucky. Then I'm like, no, he saves Bucky because he happens to be there. Yes, it's his best friend and he always will. And I respect that. And it's something I love about Captain America. But he just wants to go back. Mm-hmm. He hates that he's out of his time. Mm-hmm. It kills him and it breaks mm-hmm. you apart whenever like it really is a moment with him of to deal mm-hmm. with that. The ending of the first movie was crazy. I remember being like jaw dropping because I didn't know. Oh, I did. So I was brand new to superheroes. Mm. So and like that was just my thing though. I think people who want it are just mad their ship didn't fl- didn't sail and that's fine. Oh, I'm mad it didn't it failed too, but it's still you know you gotta. It still was a good ending. You, you gotta it was a fine ending. Departmentalized. Yeah. yeah. Um. But number one movie. Logan. <laughs> I think Logan, I love that. I love Logan that. is a masterpiece of a superhero film. Yeah, yeah. It really is. I think if you are going to argue that, you're you're going to get a fight out of me because like it is genuinely. It was on my list, man. I, don't mean I will you. not. Okay, I will oh, not I mean, argue. I mean other people. Um, it's it's a beautiful film. It's freaking gorgeous. It's storytelling. It's it's down to earth, but it is still superhero because it's you've got a you've got they're clones like it's yeah it's not a thing of like it's such a it's not like jessica jones where it's such a um real life story but mm-hmm. the main character has powers it's like no nah, it's comic booky and weird too at the same time but still tells a very personal story and it's a thing of like it's about a father and a daughter and it's like yeah that daughter is his clone but it's still like if you've got a clone that's like growing up and is a you, you're gonna see it as your kid no matter what even if it's yeah. your clone there's just instinct that kicks in it's such a great yeah. movie and it's it's him being older um and it's a perfect farewell it's a perfect film i haven't seen it in, in recently enough to I fully really commit to that really but do. i do well, really like it there's one thing that is inconsistent but it has to do with a awful movie so i don't care um the adamantium bullet what movie does that have to do with uh, the first Wolverine movie. Oh, that doesn't count. I know. I but, no but one cares about Wolverine movie, movies. An bullet isn't going to kill you. It's just going to make you forget your memories. That's her. So in this case, it was that's the only like outlier thing. But it's still the thing of like, it was kind of bullshit anyways. It makes more sense mm-hmm. if this is what will kill you. So it's a 
brilliant film. Yeah. No, so, yeah. I have no argument. Yep. That's that's so that was the case of like I'm putting that at the top. That is the best one, I feel. It was really it was tight between that and into the spider verse, but it was just like this one was gonna win. It was gonna win. Mine, to no surprise, is Captain America Civil War. <laughs> Because I said it's you put it at three and then didn't name it. Yeah, so yeah, I think it. I think it is the third for me, like in terms of quality, because mm-hmm. it's just it's a great political story and it it like you said it does so many different things and it does it all beautifully, it flows really well and it's great. But it is still just the case of I just felt like Logan was even more beautiful mm-hmm. and within the spider verse it's just it's so comic booky that and but does it so well and never in a case where it's bad and cringy where it's like that that kind of beat it out for me and it definitely i'm gonna go closer it definitely um was just a way to get them to kind of fight like you yeah. could tell that like that was the goal it's still but a much better reason still, than batman v superman yeah, but they still gave it made it work they didn't just kind of be like oh we're just doing it to do it it like made sense it wasn't like uh batman v superman's just the perfect example yeah it really is how to do this movie awful like (laughs) it 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 made sense and you understood i know it it made sense you understood the stories you felt for both sides you could pick a side even mm-hmm. and like it, it made you pit yourself against some of your favorite heroes. I think it really does speak to the fact that um, Iron Man Tony is meant to be the villain of this story, yeah. but it is still such a case of even though he is the villain, you still understand him and you never really you kind of don't like him and you don't agree with him i'm gonna say for the most part some people do agree with him and that's another good reason about this that's movie so is that some people do but it's still the case of like even though he's a villain it makes sense why he's doing that. i don't want to say like you understand it but like it makes sense why he's doing this stuff and it's like it's and that's a great thing it yeah. really is and it just there's nothing wrong with that movie I mean, maybe you have an issue, but personally, when I watch it, I like, yes, there might be something wrong with it. But as someone who just loves Captain America and to the core of everything he is, it was just exactly what Captain America was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And I truly believe that. I'd really have to think about it to find something I I don't like in it. Um, I'm not going to be able to do it right now from that. That's fine. But yeah, it's it's just flawless in my opinion and it's fun but it's also actiony but it's Mm -hmm. also emotional and it's also kind of perfect um modern day blockbuster yeah i just god i love captain america civil war Mm. and it just the second i made this list that was the first movie i wrote down because i was like it's definitely taking the cake Mm -hmm. there's no way it's not taking the cake i think the reason why um i put logan as number one instead of captain america civil war is logan feels like art it feels like an art film. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's like it could have been that someone just had this story in their head, but it just so happened that they applied it to Logan, um, and it blends super well. And it feels like an art movie. This, like I said, um, it's a perfect blockbuster. Mm-hmm. It's a blockbuster. It's an action film. It's these costume superheroes, and it's a movie that was kind of made to draw in big numbers at the box office. And you see it. You can understand it. But it's still, that's why I put Logan as number one. Because it feels like art. Fair. Yeah. I have no argument. (laughs) I think we just 
like uh, yeah it's just we, where we ranked them it's a hard thing to argue that because you also rank things completely different than i rank things yeah this was i like how we did this i like that we could kind of like view it differently and then also kind of make it our own mm-hmm. um but with that do you want to move on to the recommendation segment yes also i'm gonna say next year it's none of these uh, movies are gonna be on the list I know you're doing that to kind of like... I will probably be on the list still. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm just going to take the opportunity to talk about other movies. That's that I fine. Like, other comic book movies I like. So, yeah. Um, yeah, the next segment, which is the review of Love and Monsters. Yes. So, uh, last week, I recommended Brad a movie mm-hmm. of Love and Monsters starring Dylan O'Brien, which is one of my favorite action adventure films. Um, and one of your favorite actors. And, yeah, I love Dylan O'Brien. And... Uh, it, it, and we watched a trailer when I had a little party once, and he was like, "This looks awful, Seth." Yeah. And I was like, "You got to give it a chance." It did look I awful, know, but it was it was good. It was really fun, yeah. And like, and I I think something that you kind of learned about me is it doesn't matter if the movie is like a five star movie. If I'm having fun watching it, yeah. I'm gonna put it high, and that's just kind of where I'm at. I think um, I'm I'm a bit different. If I have fun with a movie. I'm not necessarily going to put it high, mm-hmm. but I will defend it against people who hate it. And I will say like, it, it was a really fun movie. I will watch it again. Like it's still something great. And yeah, it was a really fun time. I really liked the story. It was really cool. And the monsters are Cronin-esque and stuff like that. And um, yeah, it was, it was really fun, but I'll admit I, I don't think there's too much to say about it. No, I there's not. It's just it's really just an after apocalypse movie. You kind mm-hmm. of just gotta watch it to fully mm-hmm. understand. Um, what I really want to say, cowards. yeah, they're all cowards. <laughs> but what the I really fact that it took what was it eight years for them to figure out that they could live on the surface? Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's too long. Yeah, you're right. But I mean, you don't know. You know, it's the first no, time nah, I, I, I understood it. That out. Um, I mean, they're going out into the world to hunt and go supplies and stuff. So, like, why aren't they figuring this stuff out? Why is he the first person after eight years to go somewhere and then run across people that have been doing it? It should have taken it shouldn't have taken that long. Well, people were probably more people probably did it. They just couldn't communicate. That's also something to consider. Shouldn't the people that are doing it try to find ways to communicate it? Because they know that people are like burrowing yeah i agree but it's pro- a lot easier said than done the movie does Still, show obstacles it seems like it's just find a ham radio yeah that's fair he just brought a ham radio with them and then he found a robot and communicated mm-hmm. i will say the scene with the robot when it's like the battery's running mm-hmm. out and like the jellyfish are flying that was nice with the jellyfish. that was such a pretty scene mm-hmm. i could just sit and stare at that shot forever and i'd be happy I love that scene. I, I love, don't remember it well enough uh, to say. It was so cute. It was just cute and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like the light up of a jellyfish, the robot him just kind of like existing for a second, mm-hmm. despite the fact that like it's post-apocalyptic world. It just it was. I just liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and like like you said, there's not a whole lot to say about this movie. It is your pretty basic action it, adventure yeah. movie that you kind of just watch because it's, it's fun. It's a summer blockbuster. Yeah. Where it's just like you. You want to go see a movie? Yeah, what's playing? Um, 
oh, this looks kind of good, maybe. Love and Monsters. Um, oh, the trailer looks like shit, but there's nothing else that looks good. Yeah. <laughs> so you you try it out, and then you're like, wow, that was really fun. Yeah. And that's that's all I. That's kind of what I just want to share. I yeah. I love those type of movies. It was really fun. Definitely a lot better than trailer. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you thought that. I was really. Was like, I was gonna hate it. That, uh, cut together that trailer. Yeah, that was that was a rough. You, everyone was like, Seth, this looks horrid. And I was yeah, like, it's yeah. so good, guys. You just gotta <laughs> trust me. <laughs> Uh, um yeah it, no it, it was a fun ride i watched it literally um after we recorded the last episode yeah like you texted me like three hours and i was like watched it and i was like oh <laughs> what'd you think i had time so i was just like might as well do it now yeah well <laughs> it was to get it out of the way because it i i did enjoy it but it was like yeah i might as well do it now yeah i it, i didn't want to um i didn't want to run the risk of like me going like oh, i really need to watch that oh but i really don't want to yeah i get it i get it um, well, with that being said, I would, I know you don't like rating it, but I'm going to yeah. rate it. Um, I would probably still give it a good, like seven or eight out of 10. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. it I'd love to know Brian definitely biased because of it, but yeah. I don't care. I liked it. Seems fair. It was a fun time. Yeah. <laughs> um, however, uh, what are you recommending me this week? You are, you know, I know it's chef. Yeah. I'm recommending chef. Um, it's directed and stars, uh, John Favreau, mm-hmm. the, uh, director of Iron Man, the first Iron Man. Yep. And, um, it's a great movie. He kind of had this idea for the story. And then whenever you do a movie and it's about something you have no idea about, um, he he t- went to a consultant. He went to the chef, um, Roy Choi, who runs a Kogi truck or a street taco food truck named mm-hmm. Kogi. Um, and he and kind of realized that the movie was very similar to Roy's story. But it's just about this chef that um, he works in like a high end restaurant and then but doesn't really have the creative freedom in the food that he wants to have and eventually just kind of says fuck it and does his own food truck mm-hmm. and um and it's a really fun movie and it's uh one of the nice things about it is a lot of chefs will look at food movies and get really mad because um they don't do food right. Yeah. This movie does food really well. Okay. And it's um it's fun. You kinda understand why even if you don't like cooking yourself if you're like i cannot cook for anything cooking is really stressful for me watch this movie it's not going to change your mind on it on (laughs) doing it yourself but you're going to have fun watching them do it um and it's it's really nice and you're gonna love it i'm excited yep um i already have picked what i'm recommending you next very excited yeah i won't spoil it yet though okay i'm gonna make a little list probably okay um and i'm just gonna be like oh this week i'll do this Mm -hmm. um but yeah, uh, I thought maybe we could take a second and kind of just talk about some of the things we want to do, because we've thrown around some ideas for a podcast, and then see if we get anyone who's like, yes, please do that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, only thing I can think of is I, I'd like to do a pod, or I, I don't really want to be on the. I'll do, I'll be a guest. I don't want to do the podcast myself, but I think um, a podcast where there's just two people talking about whatever the hell they want to talk about would be really interesting. It can be about, I'm thinking it'd be about like love and philosophy mm-hmm. and like just guy kind of, code or girl code on MTV. Don't know what any of those are, but okay. Oh my God, Brad, you missed out on a really good show. Don't know what that is, but you know, just, um, just people talking about kind of what 
what their thoughts are on like relationships or uh, careers or life or just kind of anything that they want to talk about. It could just be about absolutely just like a little pet peeve that they have. And I, I don't know. I don't care. But um, I think that'd be really fun to listen to. That's an idea I've had. Um, I thought mine's a little more centered around ours. But uh, Studio Ghibli, I want to do that. Ah, yes, yeah. Wes Anderson, I want to. I want us to watch a lot of his movies and mm-hmm. then have a powwow about yep. what we love and didn't like about them. I yep. feel like there's. I feel like he's a very interesting director to critique. Yeah. Um, oh God, I have a list. Whoa, sorry. You have. Uh, we we talk about what the next episode is. Should we? spoil that and tell people what yeah, yeah. What, what, i don't remember what is it <laughs> shit i was there's a reason why i was asking you hold on maybe i, pr- I, I probably wrote it, it down um because i don't remember it i was trying oh, to books s- to movies um i put the importance uh, y- of diversity the good yeah, place kind of example wasn't it. it wasn't i'm just saying like ideas i had yeah um i wrote dexter friends um mm. what oh we're doing um don't look up next Ah, that's right. We have to watch that. Yes. So next week we will be talking about Don't Look Up, a movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, and Jennifer Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Very oh, excited. How much time we got? Um, it is one hour and thirty-two minutes in, so okay. we're right around the sweet spot. Okay. I I was wondering if you wanted to talk about more about Encanto. <sighs> I do, but I really have to go to the restroom. For me <laughs> um, how about we talk about it next week? Because okay. Don't Look Up is not going to take the whole time. We can do like a double powwow. All right. Next week is Encanto and Don't Look Up. Yeah. Uh, and very different movies, but I, yes. I, I'm i kind of into the, that vibe. Um, and then so we're going to anytime we have like a big thing like this where we talk about like a specific type of thing. The mm-hmm. next week we're going to kind of narrow it down a little bit to kind of bring it kind of go back and forth so yeah yeah um but we set a couple ideas let us know if you like them what you want to hear mm-hmm. sooner uh we'll also do supernatural yeah friends dexter when you finish it supernatural that's gotta i don't even care if people want to hear it i think that's, that's fine be fun for it's us just gonna to be fun about. um so yeah just let us know mm-hmm. uh my handle on instagram is plutonic seth plutonic dot seth like the planet pluto um and then brad i am bombastic brad one on instagram and um yeah just check us out follow us uh, if you want to s- send us an email uh go to back to the point 21 at gmail.com uh s- tell us you like us tell us you hate us i don't really care but um mm-hmm. we'll read them all the same <laughs> <laughs> um so thank you guys everybody and we will see you next week see you next week